0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I felt the presence of evil again. Uh, what? What is uh, it? What, what is that? That was my phone. That was an accident. Now I get a notification. That yeah, for you it's All a game. Huh? okay we're back let me uh let me let me let me do this real quick Um, y'all okay so before i get started started like really really into it let me test it real quick all right so let me do this hold up All right, I need to do a quick sound check, and the only way I'll know for sure is if you guys say yay or nay. Okay, which is the sucky part. Okay,
1: let me know if you got if you guys hear this. Maybe not. Ah, not that death sound, it. God damn it.
0: Okay, yes. Okay, okay. All right, now let me know if you guys hear anything. Eleven. Ah. Don't want it to come through the speakers. And yeah, because you heard it through the through the laptop speakers. I don't want that. Okay. Now tell me if you guys hear anything. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to play it off I'm going to bluetooth it. 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 Hold up. I'm going to bluetooth it. All right, not to worry. Why have these devices? I'm going to bluetooth it. don't want to scan ain't that about something boy technology is a motherfucker ain't it though And a bitch don't want to scan hold up no don't want that okay y'all forgive me for that for the technical difficulty. Oh my goodness. I'm just waiting for it to pair up. It doesn't want to scan. Somebody doesn't want this show to take place. Somebody put roots on my channel. There we go. All right, bitch. Yes. Pair. Yes. Okay. All right. We good. All right, we good, we good, we good. Third
1: Ward's in the house. Third Ward, uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna, okay. We're gonna just Bluetooth, Bluetooth this this episode. Once again, backstory, this is 1981. Um, Tennessee, Virginia bo- uh, border, Wagoner Hollow, Hollow Road is where this takes place, okay? And he's going back and forth between his before-then-wife, you know, whatever the
0: case may be. Okay, so let me... Hey, my okay.
1: All right. Second scariest dog man story I've ever heard in my life. And like I said, this man, when he tells the story, literally, literally, you can, you can feel
0: his PTSD arising. So... Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm not I'm not with y'all right now. You ready? Here we go.
2: parent's house. And now, as I see this road, it's got a Wait. lot. Wait.
1: Of- also, please bear with me. This man is very descriptive. He's very long-winded. But, you know, it kind of adds to the whole ambiance of the story.
2: All right, let's go. With the sharp curves in it, there's some straightaways. But for the most part, it's just a windy, twisty, narrow country road. You can't go too fast. And of course, I just got my license. I was an inexperienced driver. My car, I hadn't had it too long, and I wasn't used to it. And so, of course, if you know anything about those muscle cars, they do great in the straightaway, and you can just fly with them. But they don't take curves too good, and so I couldn't go real fast. And I probably wasn't driving over 30 miles an hour at the maximum. And in a lot of cases, I was slowing down maybe to about 20 miles an hour. But in any event, I was going down through there and I was shifting and, and revving the engine and listening to the sound of the engine coming through those cherry bomb mufflers. And I was watching and looking at the cattle and the horses and the fields and everything, you know, on either side as I was going down through there.
1: Okay, once again, he's setting the story up, giving you guys context, the layout of the area so you kind of know where the, this road takes place. I looked the road up, the road exists. It's like right there near
0: the Virginia-Tennessee border. It's there. So, okay, let's get back to the story. And I was just getting ready
2: to go into a long and sharp curve that curved around to the right hand. And I noticed on the right-hand side of the road, and as I was going down through here, like I said, the moon was lighting everything up, and I could see everything almost as good as I could during the daytime in the fields, but the ridges and the woods on either side, they just kind of appeared like clumps, shadowy clumps. I couldn't really see much detail from them. And as I began to go into this long curve to the right, there was a shadow that kind of detached from maybe about 100, 150 yards off on my right, kind of detached from the shadows of the tree line and started moving at an angle away from the tree line, almost paralleling my vehicle, but coming at an angle. And I could tell by the way that the road was curving around to the right and the angle that this thing was moving, but it was going to intersect my vehicle. And, I mean, this thing was moving on. Now, what I'm about to tell you about, Vic, this all happened, and it couldn't be more than just a few seconds, maybe 20, 30 seconds, something like that, certainly less than a minute. And couldn't have been any longer than that, but it just seemed like time just slowed down to a crawl, and it just seemed like everything was moving in slow motion. I don't know what it was about it, but there was something about this figure that just unnerved me, and it just made me uneasy. This whatever.
1: Y'all forgive me. I'm laughing now because I've I've listened to this interview about five or six times, and I know exactly at what points him telling a story gets him triggered. And plus, I have to kind of break up. Um, you, you know, cause YouTube, you just can't mirror somebody's works. So you got to kind of break it up. So I'm kind of breaking it up, but as the story progresses, you can f- literally hear the stress in this man's voice. Let's go.
2: This thing just, it just didn't look, na- I couldn't really tell what it was about it, but there was something about it that just looked unnatural to me. Of course, I found out later on why that was as it got closer to me. And I could tell what it was. And this thing was actually taking a longer path of travel than I was the way that it was running. But I could tell, I mean, this thing was going to come in direct contact with me somewhere around this curve. And, I mean, it was moving fast. I mean, super fast. I couldn't really tell what it was. But, uh, I mean, it was one of the fastest moving things that I would ever seen. Anyway, as I'm coming around this curve, this thing... It's just keeping my attention and my eyes are darting back and forth from the right guy. You know, I have to look at the road or I'm going to run out of the road because I'm going around the curve, but it's drawing my attention. I keep looking at it and trying to figure out what this thing is and what it is that's so strange about the way that it looks. And it begins to draw a little bit closer to me. And, you know, I kind of thought maybe when it first came out, maybe it might be a deer. There's a whole lot of white-tailed deer in this area that we live in and pretty much on a daily basis when i'm going to work i'll see one somewhere along the way that's been hit by a car and killed And you know i didn't want this thing to run out in front of me and hit my car and for one thing at that time in tennessee there was no law requiring you to have automobile insurance and my dad he didn't believe in having it and so i didn't have any insurance on my car and i didn't want this thing Whatever it was that caused me to wreck or to hit my car and do damage to it because I didn't have the money to fix it.
1: Once again <laughs> this man's very long winded, but that's okay. He's set he gotta set up the story. And so also if you understand what he's describing, he's on a turn. Okay, a very long curve and <laughs> the the dogman is kinda coming at him at an angle. You know how you cut off the angle. Football, y'all see it. Wide receiver runs a skinny post. And the DB or the safety runs at an angle to kind of cut him off. So that's what's happening. So it sees him, and it's slowly just angling itself to catch him and meet him at an intersecting point. His concern is he's in a curve where he can't go fast and outrun it on a straight on a, on a straight road. So it, because he had, he can't go fast during this long curve. It's able to catch basically catch up to him and cut him off at an angle, as he will further describe. And I, I'm breaking it up because I got to break it up because of YouTube. Okay.
2: Replace it. But then as I was watching this thing, I noticed that there was something strange about it. I noticed that whatever it was, it wasn't running on all fours. Whatever this thing was, it was on two feet. I didn't understand what it was. It just seemed to me like I mean, the only thing that I know of in this area. And we do have black bears, they're rare, but we do have some in this area. But a black bear just cannot move at the speed that this thing was moving at. I mean, a black bear, when it gets up on its hind legs, it's just not natural for it. And it just moves in a clumsy fashion. And this thing, whatever it was, I mean, it was just moving super fast, and it was just fluid in its motions in the way that it ran. And no bear could get up on its hind feet and run in the way that this thing was running
1: okay so now the current speed that he's at is roughly 30 to 35 miles this particular curve um because he's driving a, I, I believe it's an it's dodge Coronet, and um yeah he's currently at the speed of 30 to 35 miles per hour through this
0: long curve so this is the speed that it's running at on its two legs okay
2: yeah I- You know, it couldn't be a man. I knew that it could not be a man because I I, I ran track when I was in high school. I ran the 880 relay, ran the 440, and I knew that a human being could not run as fast as this thing was running. And I just couldn't understand what this thing was that was angling across this field and coming toward me, and I knew that was going to intersect me as it came across this field. And As I'm going along, it starts to get a little bit closer as it's running at an angle, but yet at the same time kind of parallel to my car, and it's keeping up with my car. It's keeping up with the speed that I'm going at, and I don't understand this. I don't understand how this thing can be going and keeping the same speed as my car. You know, I'm coming into this sharp curve, and I've got to slow down, and I know that this thing pretty soon... It's going to come out, maybe jump out in front of me and meet me and meet the line of travel of my car. And as it drew closer, I began to see more details about this thing. And it for definite sure was running on its hind legs. It wasn't on all fours. It was on its hind legs, like a man, but it wasn't like a man. I mean, this thing was on its hind legs, but it wasn't standing up fully erect like a human being does. This
1: Listen, you gotta love the the description. Mind you, this took place in 1981. the 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 incident scared this man so bad. Um, and and before all this, like I said, his backstory is pretty bad. It's pretty sad to a certain extent. So he works for the government. This happened in 1981. He never told anybody about this, and then he subsequently, to deal with the stress of of dealing with this incident, you know, drinking, whatever other hardcore stuff he did to kind of suppress it. It affected his marriage. It affected his relationship with his children to a certain extent. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of the back back backstory to this. So this uh, on this platform was the first time he told that
0: story since it, it took place in 1981. Okay, let's go back.
2: It kind of appeared stooped as it was running. It was standing up. It was on its hind legs, but yet it wasn't standing up straight. And this didn't look like a human figure. It looked like something totally different. It it looked like something that, I mean, I've never seen anything that looked like this thing. And as it begins to draw closer, I begin to pick out more detail about it. And I can tell that whatever this thing is, it don't have knees like a human being does.
1: Wait. What is my favorite word? I'll let him tell it. When I talk about these stories, I'll let him tell it.
2: This thing has hocks like a horse. Hocks! (laughs) Hocks!
1: Yes, when you see a dog, its rear legs, hocks. Hocks.
2: For sure, a cow or a deer or something like that. But a four-legged animal like that cannot run on its hind legs like that. I mean, cannot possibly move uh, as fast and as, as fluidly and as, as swiftly as this thing was moving. And then I noticed, I could see in the moonlight that it looked like it had a big dog's head. I mean, that, that that's all I know how to explain it. I mean, it had a long snout on it like a wolf or maybe like a German shepherd. And it looked like it had long, tall ears that were standing straight up on the top of its head. And I could see that it had a long, bushy tail. And the only thing I know that I can think of that it reminded me of was a coyote's tail. But at that time, I don't think that we've got them here now. They came in here now, but I don't think we even had coyotes in this part of the country at that time. I'd never heard about it anyway. And there's no way that a coyote would be that big, and there's no way that it could run on its hind legs like this thing was running. And that tail, it streamed out behind it, but long, bushy tail. And it was kind of bouncing up and down a little bit as it was running. And I noticed that this thing had arms and that the arms, they were, you know, they were kind of pumping like a human beings. But, you know, when a human runs, a human being pumps his arms almost as fast. Fu-
1: okay, let me, let me quick pause real quick. Uh, fu Manchu. It says super sly piece is bad luck to talk about shapeshifters after dark, ass Hopi, or Navajo. Um, I've heard that, but we're not talking about shapeshifters. Dogmen are not shapeshifters. Okay? Dogmen do not start off as humans and then turn into dogmen are it what it is twenty-four-seven. Shapeshifters, werewolves, that's its own category separate from dogmen. Dogmen have always been what it is. So that's the difference. People, a lot of people could like to conflate the two. They are not the same. Okay. Dogmen have never been humans. They are what they are. Okay. Just for those that kind of get that kind of, kind of confused or, or misinterpretate or misinterpret. That's, they're not the same. The in form shape. Yes. But in the beginning it it is dogmen are what they are. Shape shifters, werewolves start off as humans.
0: Big difference. I just want to clarify okay
2: as his legs were moving and this thing was kind of pumping them but they weren't moving as fast as his legs were moving and another thing that i noticed the majority of the time when a human being runs a human kind of clenches their fist when they run and this thing wasn't doing that it was almost holding its hands and that's what they looked like it didn't look like paws to me i can only describe them As hands, it more or less looked like they were hanging almost limp as it ran. And I could see the fingers hanging down as this thing ran. And as it began to draw closer, I could see that it had hair or fur all over its body. I could see that. And I could tell that. I couldn't really tell for sure, but it looked...
0: Bro,
1: why are you... Go get your ass in the delivery room and go catch... The baby girl coming out, okay, do not
2: be hanging out with us.
1: Congratulations.
2: To me, black it was black, but later on I realized that that's what color it was, but I really couldn't tell the color yet at this point. And so this thing begins to draw closer. And as I said, it was a really hot night, and I was driving along in my car, and I had my windows rolled down because I didn't have any air conditioning on it. And, you know, this thing keeps drawing closer and closer to me. And, and I just, I, you know, my unease just grows more and more. And I'm starting to get scared. I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know what this thing is. I just can't make out what this thing is. It, it don't look like anything that I've ever seen before. And it begins to draw closer. It gets close to the barbed wire fence on my right hand side. And I think, well, maybe it's going to slow down, or or maybe it'll veer off where it won't run into that barbed wire, and it'll turn aside out of my way. But it didn't do that. Instead of doing that, this thing sped up.
1: Okay, I'm breaking it up because it's YouTube. <laughs> you can you can, as the story progresses, as it gets closer to his car, he he becomes a little bit more agitated and becomes more worrisome. You can clearly hear it in his voice already. This man, whatever, whatever he saw 30, 40 years ago to this day still affects him greatly. Let's go.
2: And instead of turning aside, side, it jumped right over the fence. And it landed on my side of the fence in between the ditch line and the fence. And then it took another bound. And the next thing I know, this thing is out in the road. I mean, it's right next to my vehicle. And it scared me so bad. That I, I jerked the wheel and and, and I ran over in, in, into the left lane and, and I was driving in the left hand lane and, and and if there'd been a if there'd been a car coming, I mean you know I, I, it would have hit me head on. But it scared me so bad when this thing jumped across the fence and I thought it was going to jump right into my vehicle that I, I you know just not thinking instinctually I just jerked the wheel to the left and went over as far as I dared into the left hand lane. And this thing, it started running right along beside of me. And I want to tell you, Vic, like I said, I had the windows rolled down, but I had carry-bomb mufflers on that car. And if you know what they're like, they're loud. But yet
0: but Wait. 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 So 68
1: Cornette, I think it's a 68 Cornette he's driving. Cherry bomb mufflers. Everybody knows about cherry bomb, the pipes, the glass pipes. But wait, wait, but wait. This is where it, it gets crazy. I, I'll let him tell it. I'm just breaking it up for YouTube.
2: same time, I could hear the nails of this thing, the toenails, click, 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 clacking on the road as it ran along beside me. And I could, man, I could see it good now. And you know, I, 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 I had the, I, I really didn't want to. Look at its face. I really
0: didn't did
1: you look, JT? Well <laughs> did you look at it?
2: <laughs> didn't want to see its face. But I couldn't help it. it. it's just like I couldn't help myself. I had to.
1: Do you hear me in his voice? Wait. It's not even fever pitch yet. <laughs> I'm just This is crazy.
2: And I mean this thing was tall. I, it had to be at least seven feet tall. It towered over the top of my car. And it was running along beside me. It couldn't have been more than five or six feet off the passenger side of my car. Just, I mean, right even with my passenger side window. I could see it just as clear as day as it ran along beside me. And I I really didn't want to see its face, but I felt like I I just couldn't help it. I had to. And so, and, and it was so tall, I had to kind of lean over, almost lay over. Uh, uh, on the right side, kind of in the seat and popped myself up with my hand on the right side while I hung on to the wheel and drove with the left to, to get a look at it and, and, and to see its face. And I, I wish that I hadn't, but I did. Uh, the, you know, this thing definitely, I mean, it was, it had to be, like I said, it had to be seven feet tall, Vic. Oh God, this thing, it looked like a jack. Gigantic- <laughs> Do you hear it?
1: My man is stressed. My man is stressed. I'm stressed listening to this man tell his story. He's terrified. Terrified. This happened in nineteen eighty one. Let me run it back so you can hear the terror in his voice. I'm not laughing at him. I'm not because when I like I said the first three times I listened to this shit, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my god. I'm listening to this shit like this. Like, what the what in the fuck? Okay? This man is terrified. I
2: had to kind of lean over almost lay over. Uh, uh, on the right side, kind of in the seat, and popped myself up with my hand on the right side while I hung on to the wheel and drove with the left to, to get a look at it and, and and to see its face. And I, I wish that I hadn't, but I did. The, you know, this thing definitely. I mean, it was it had to be. Like I said, it had to be seven feet tall, Vic. Oh God. This thing—it looked like a gigantic wolf, or or or, or maybe uh, maybe something like a a, a a German Shepherd, or something like that. But it, it, its ears were different; they were slim and they were high and pointed, like I said, on top, and had kind of like tufts sticking out. And you know, I've heard a lot of people describe these things, and I've I've heard them say that that you know they couldn't tell what they were. But I'm here to tell you this thing was a male. There was no doubt about that. I mean, it was right there in the open and the clear, just as plain as day, right in front of me. And I'm not going to use any kind of vulgarity or anything like that, but let me just put it this way. As I leaned over and looked out the vehicle, I mean, I could tell just exactly what it was because it was right there at the base of his belly right in front of me, and I could tell just as plain as...
1: Wait, wait, Bun. What's... <laughs> bun, wait, wait, wait. Bun What's a 38 gonna do to that <laughs> Come
0: on man. What's a 38 gonna do to something
1: <laughs> Bro <laughs> You know what that shit sound like It sounds like uh, Harlem Nights When they got <laughs> When they got uh, Eddie pinned down And dude was shooting a little this, this, the, the 38 And <laughs> dude was like put that What are you doing put that Put that shit away <laughs> Pop.
0: What, what are you doing? With that? Stop shooting that shit! What's a thirty-eight gonna do to
2: that thing? It was a male. This thing is running along beside of me, and you know, at first it, it 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 just it it's like it's not even seeing me. It's like it's not even paying attention to me in my car. Like it, it don't even notice us. Or like it, it, just don't even care uh, uh, about me being there in that car as it's as it's running along, and 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 you know my eyes are darting back and forth, like I said, from the road to this thing as I'm I'm trying to drive around this curve, and, and man, I wanted to hit the gas and I wanted I wanted to just floor it and I wanted to get out of there, but I didn't dare do it because I was afraid I would run out of the road and run into the ditch and 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 I would wreck,
1: and right because you remember it. He's still going on this curve. Initially, in the early interview, he said that this turn was about 25 to 30 miles long. So he's in a 25 to 30 mile long turn at roughly 30 to 35 miles per hour in an old school muscle car.
0: There's nothing he could do. There's nothing he could do. Like he's kind of assed out, right? Okay. I'd be with this thing. I
2: mean, I'd just be right there at his mercy. Uh, but yet, I wanted to because I, I could tell. I mean, this thing had had arms. If it if if it hadn't had them, if it had, didn't have them bent and wasn't pumping them as it ran, this thing's arms would have hung down below its hocks, Vic. And 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 I know that if it wants,
1: that's my word, y'all hocks. Hey, you remember PB's Playhouse? The word for the day, and they didn't know what the word for the day, and somebody would say the
0: word. That's my word for the day. Hawks. This thing could have
2: reached right in my car window and right over to the driver's side from the passenger side, and this thing could have grabbed me and it could have drugged me right out of the car. If it wanted to, it could have just ripped my head off. Or it could have it could have leaned in in my car window and it could have bit my head off. I don't know. I know it could have, and I wanted to get out of there, but I didn't dare because I was in this steep curve, and I knew that if I hit the gas, this car probably wasn't going to be able to handle the curve, and it was going to run off in the ditch, and I was going to wreck, and I was going to be there alone with this thing, and I was going to be at its mercy.
1: Do you hear his voice cracking? This man is stressed. Stressed. I'm stressed listening to this shit for the sixth damn time.
2: Like I said, I, I mean, I got a I got a good look at it. I got a, a real good look at, at, at what this thing looked looked like, and and it was just as jet black as it could be. It had it had hair uh, or fur over most of its body, maybe about three or four inches long, thick fur, and it was glossy. it, it had a sheen on it. It was reflecting the light from that full moon and uh I mean, it was just thick all over its body, except for uh it kind of thinned out uh down on its belly uh kind of uh, uh, you know up above its uh, up above its legs, but other than that it was just just thick, thick tire, maybe about uh three three four inches long and and and, and uh up around its head, the back of its head, and kind of like down over I don't know what to call it other than shoulders down over its shoulders, it was maybe about five six inches long, it's just a little bit longer. I've heard people describe it kind of as a, like a, the main of a line, but it wasn't that long. It wasn't that much difference in the length of the, of the hire, but you could tell that it was just a little bit longer. And this thing, like I said, it had a, had a long snout on it. Like a, like a German shepherd or like a, wolf.
1: uh, Corlock. So Corlock's late. Yes. He's in a, a very long turn, a 25 to 30 mile curve. At 30 to 35 miles per hour, it saw him in the cut, cut him off at an angle, and now it is currently running next to him side by side. Yes. For those that are late to class, it is running side by side, 30 to 35 miles per hour. Mind you, the length of this story, they've already probably covered a couple miles. So the stamina and the endurance on this thing is superhuman. Okay? Clearly.
2: And I could see, as, as it was running along beside me, I could see its, its mouth was kind of relaxed and open, and I could see that it had, like, you know, jagged, shaped teeth, like a, like a dog's got on the side of its mouth. But it had fangs that were about maybe four inches long that were hanging down over its bottom lip, and the bottom ones were disappearing up into the top lip. But its mouth was kind of parted, and and it kind of had its tongue hanging out on the left side of its mouth, just like a dog does as it runs along, as as it's painting. And uh, like I said, this thing wasn't paying a bit more attention to me than if I wasn't even there. And for a little while, it just ran along beside me and just didn't pay me any attention. But that didn't last.
1: Oh, Lord. You hear him? You hear him, right? This is where I get pressed, too, because I'm, I'm worried for him telling a story that took place in 81. But just listen to the sheer terror. This is a grown-ass man. This is somebody's grandfather, and this man's on the verge of tears when he tells the rest of the story. Okay.
2: Oh, it, seemed like, it seemed like it took forever, but just slowly. It started to turn its head, and it, and it looked at me. And, you know, I I I, I, I know that you said that, You shouldn't, and I've heard other people say that you shouldn't, but I couldn't help it. I looked full in its eyes. I wish that I hadn't. I wish I'd never seen it. I wish I could erase the picture of what I saw from my mind, but I can't. And, you know, I've heard people say that they had amber or yellow eyes or or red or orange-like eyes, but that's not what I saw that night. This thing had great big black eyes. And I couldn't see any kind of pupil. I couldn't see any kind of white or anything like that. But uh, all I could see was black, and, and and they just looked as black to me as a bottomless pit. They, and they just seemed soulless to me. And and, and I, I tell you, Vic, I just I just had a sense of uh, of evil that came over me. And and this thing, when it looked at me, it was like it was like that. It could look through me. And look to my very soul and, and and like I said, I just felt like I had been touched by evil. I don't
1: <sighs> Oh man. Oh. oh, this is
2: horrible. Horrible. How else to explain it? And there was such a fear and and I I, I wanted to, 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 to scream or to holler, holler out or do something. But it just seemed like my mouth just dried up like cotton, and there wasn't a sound that would come out. And I wanted to get out of there. I wanted to get away from this thing, but I couldn't because I was afraid I was going to wreck. And then it it, it came closer to my vehicle, Vic.
1: This man's on the verge of tears. This man's on the verge of tears.
2: Mm -hmm. And it leaned down. It leaned in. And, and and mind you, this thing is running beside my car the whole time. And it, it leaned over a bit. And it stuck its head in my window. And, and it grabbed hold of my door with its right hand. And, and, and that I don't know how to describe it as other than that. It, it, it was a hand. And, and I, I know that people have described this thing as I, I talked to said that they 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 kind of look like raccoon hands and, and maybe in a way that's right or or maybe a, a, a mix between the the hand of a raccoon and and maybe the hand of a monkey something like that but this thing had huge hands and it had it had long long black nails maybe about three inches long two or three inches long on the ends of its of its nails long black thick nails and. This thing put its right hand on my door and I, and I could hear it. It, it put its left hand on, on my doorknob and it was jerking at my door and it was jiggling my door handle. But thank goodness when I had been at my wife's house, at my, then my girlfriend and I'd been at her parents house, I'd locked the car. And when I came back out, I didn't unlock that door because nobody was going to be riding with me at that point uh, before I went to get my, went back to get my mother and uh, uh, so it wasn't able to get my door open. But this thing was leaning in my window, and it was looking right at me. And it, it I mean, it, it seemed like that it, 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 curled its, it, it, it curled its lips back. And, and, and I, I know it smiled at me, but I, I don't really remember hearing it. All I could hear was the sound of my engine and the sound of its toenails as it ran along beside my vehicle going clack, 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 clack on, on the pavement.
1: I'm stressed. My PTSD. Um, so the scene is they're in his long turn. This thing is next to him trying to open the door while running side by side with his vehicle trying to open his door. Okay. Okay. I'm just setting a scene up for you guys for those that, that came in late. So this thing is basically stride for stride. Now, mind you, they've, They've easily covered a few miles from the start of his story. Easily covered a few miles. Okay,
0: all right.
2: And this, I mean, I could it it breathed on me, and it was hot breath, and it it was it was you know how people describe that breath as being kind of fetid, and seemed like I could smell blood, and, and 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 maybe decaying flesh as it breathed on me. It was horrible, and. Oh, I thought I was dead. I thought this was the end of me. I thought I was a goner. I thought I was a dead man for sure. At just about that time, the curve ended, and, and, and I came into it straight away. And I just hit the gas and, and pushed it to the floor, and I took out of there. I took my eyes off of it, and I looked ahead. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw it's, it's, it nails. just. I saw it lose grip on my car door, and I saw it smells uh, rake across the top of my door. And its head disappeared from my window, and, and I don't know. I had to be going seventy or eighty miles an hour. I don't know for a time there. I mean, I, I, I just I just had to peel out of there and get away from this thing. And as I drove away from it, as I pulled away from it, I looked in my rearview rear mirror, and I could see it getting smaller and smaller as it began to slow down. And the last thing I remember, the last thing that I saw, this thing veered off to the right again and jumped over the fence. And disappeared into that field. And I'm telling you, Vic, I I was so, I've never been so scared in all of my life. I mean, it was just absolutely horrifying. And I, and I went on and and drove on and this, this happened maybe about two miles from my house where I live now. And, and, and maybe it wasn't, it couldn't have been over a mile, mile and a half from my grandparents house. And I went on there and I picked my mom up but I never told her a thing about what happened. And I never told my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. Like I said, I never told her and I've never told her in the 35 years since this has happened. I never told any of my friends. I didn't tell my dad. I've never told any of my children. I've never told anybody until.
1: Could you imagine holding that shit in for 35 years, not telling anybody, nobody like this is his, yeah, this is his first time. This was five years ago. Him telling the story for the first time in public, but he's never told anybody this shit. And he held it in for so long. He had a drinking problem. It, it affected his marriage. It affected his relationship with his, with his kids. He tells you in the very first um, part of the, of the interview. But I just wanted him to tell the, the story of his encounter. And then he does say, his dad does look at the car and ask, what happened with these scratches with the car? So I'm hoping that comes up pretty soon. All right, let's go.
2: I had report with you the other day. And you called me. I've never talked to anybody about this and told them about what happened. I tell you, it was the most horrifying experience of my life. And my dad, he asked me the next day where the scratches came from on my vehicle. And I told him that I, I run out of the road and I run into a thorn bush, and that's where the scratches came from. And I tell you, Vic, I love that car. I mean, it, I loved it. But I could not keep that car thinking about what happened. And and what I went through that night, I just couldn't keep it. I had to get rid of it. And I traded that car for a 74 Nova, and and I got rid of it. And, and, you know, as time went on, I I mean, I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep for for nights after this. If I would drift off to sleep, I'd wake up having nightmares, seeing this thing happen over and over again. And I couldn't keep it out of my mind when I'd lay in my bed And I'd think about it, and and, and it just go over and over and over what happened in my mind. And, and you know, that night, I I, I didn't know what I'd seen. I really didn't understand what it was. You know, I'd read about and and heard about werewolves and things like that, but I really didn't connect this thing with that. And you asked me, uh, you mentioned, maybe in the pre-interview, you mentioned about horror movies. And I can tell you right now, I don't watch horror movies. I hear people talk about saying it looked like uh, this werewolf in this movie or that movie, but I've never seen them. The only werewolf movies that I ever saw were the old Lon Chaney movies when I was a kid. That's that's the only ones I've ever watched. Anything that come out after 1981, I can tell you right now, I've not seen it because I won't watch them. My wife, when my kids were little, my sisters would come up and they loved horror movies and my wife loves horror movies and so did my children. And my wife, you know, they'd go and, and back then we had VCRs and we rented movies and they'd go out and they'd rent horror movies, and I'd go to bed or I. would Oh, what, what the,
0: hold, hold up.
1: Uh, wait a minute.
0: We are Uh, wait a minute. Takashi, wait, wait a minute. Takashi, hold up. Sorry, y'all. This hold up. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get back to, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, All right, let's go ahead and finish this story. Um Yeah. Okay. My bad. let me um All right, let's go ahead and finish this up, and um, yeah, okay. Here we go.
2: Could not watch them, and I can't watch them to this day. I told you this caused uh, just extreme bad behavior in me. I mean, I, I engaged in things. I'm not going into details what they were. I hate that I did them, but I did things that I know now was trying to deal with this. But, you know, I put it out of my mind, and— I suppressed it for all those years, but yet there was something that bothered me and you know I live my house is only about forty or fifty yards from the woods. I've got woods in behind my house, I've got woods on the right side of my house I've got woods on the left side of my house, and I've always had an anxiety about living so close to the woods and I know now that that's why that is and when i go out in my backyard i just can't stay out there because i feel like that there's something out there that there's something lurking in the woods that's looking at me and that's watching me and i just can't stand it and i have to go back in the house and you know i used to want to hunt but in 35 years after this thing has happened to me since i saw this thing that i now know i couldn't explain it then i thought maybe it might be a demon I thought maybe I was having a waking nightmare, or maybe it was just my imagination. I just didn't have any explanation for it. And I now know that that thing was a dog, man. I didn't know about them then, and I didn't understand. But now I know that that's what that thing was. And I tell you, Vic, like I said, I, I used to want to hunt, but I can't do it. In the past 35 years, I have not hunted one time. I own guns. I love guns. but. The only thing that I do is target shoot with them. I don't take them into the woods because I just can't do it. I mean, I've, I've tried to go a couple of times, but I just couldn't stand it. I just had to leave because there's something out there, and I know it's out there. And you know, like I said, I put this thing out of my mind, and I and I really wasn't thinking about what it was. I know what it is now because when I heard the description of a dog man on Dog Man Encounters, this all came flooding back to me. And I know what it is now. And I tell you, Vic, I know that these things are real. I know that night it wasn't a demon. It wasn't my imagination. It wasn't some kind of waking dream. I know that I saw a real, living, breathing animal. And I tell you, I I believe these things are dangerous. I mean, I hear about these people that, that want to have an encounter And go out and hunt for them or hunt for Bigfoot. You know, there was a time I thought maybe I might like to do something like that. But I tell you right now, I think they're crazy. These things are nothing to fool with. And I don't think anybody ought to go out there looking to meet up with one of these things. You may meet up with it for real. And you may wish, like I wish, that you had never seen the thing. And I tell you, I've I've heard you say that you shouldn't ever look these things in the eye but I did that night. I, I looked this thing full into the eye, and it felt like it was looking into my very soul. I felt like it knew everything about me, and when it looked at me that night, as something else that I forgot to mention a, a while ago. When it stuck its head in my open window and looked at me and curled its lips back, I mean, like I said, it was like it was giving me uh, a, a seditious grin, and it licked its chops. You know, you've seen you've seen a wolf or a dog do that. It licked its chops at me, Vic, like it was telling me, "I know that you're lunch. There's not a thing that you can do to stop me if I want to hurt you." And you look awful delicious to me. That I mean, that's that's how I felt. That, that's what it looked like to me. That it was conveying to me that night. And I tell you, I was scared to death. I was horrified. I never ever ever experienced anything in my life that scared me so bad as that did that night. Oh, it was awful. And, and basically that's what happened to me. Vic.
1: All right. I'm going to leave it there. Uh, this is JT from, um, Appalachian area, Tennessee, right? So the road that it took place on, I think it's right near the border of Virginia, Tennessee, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the second scariest um, encounter I've ever heard of a dog, man. Um, Yeah. So I, I hope everybody, I hope everybody enjoy. Now, listen, my ringtone, d- damn y'all, okay. That is from, yeah, the, it's the Siamese Cats, the little theme song. Because, you know, me and Mini Me, we, we like that. So that's her little ringtone. It's been like that since she's been she got a phone when she was four, so ever since she's had a phone, that's been her ringtone. So that's what y'all heard, okay? Yeah, we are Siamese when they were in the baby's room looking for milk and stuff. The little Asian, the little badass Siamese twin cats.
0: Yes, that's what y'all. That's what the fuck y'all. Heard. God damn. Yo, I'm gonna get up out of here.
1: Um, yo, keep it techie, thank you, bro. Um, yeah, what's good? It's like Yeah, 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 hey, yo. Me and Techie hung out briefly uh in Vegas, was it last weekend? And I'm I'm a dunglaymate. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, so everybody's like, yo, did you you met up with Techie, right? I was like, Yeah, yeah. Did you take pictures? I was like, no. <laughs> I didn't get no footage of me and Techie. <laughs> but it took place. <laughs> I, cause I listen, I'm not that, I'm not that dude to be like, yo, let's take pictures. Like I'm not that guy. Right. But I like to document things too, man. So yeah. And we was going to hang out the next night, but we footing, the recording went longer than expected. And you know what I'm saying? And it was hot as fuck. And you know how the heat makes people sleepy. So I'm going to be back in Vegas soon. So you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Shout out to techie, man. Yeah. Real ones link up off this YouTube shit. And we laugh at you (laughs) YouTubers. So, yeah. um, (laughs) That, that's, that, yeah, this is the second scariest story I've ever heard. Um, So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get out of here. What is it? It's late. So, I want to thank everybody that came to hang out. You're forgiven because (laughs) that's what, that's so fucked up. Sexy Red was happening. Uh, there's
0: a dog that would survive out, man. Listen, no, I really wouldn't. Why you bullshit? <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I'm gonna get out of here unless there's anything that I'm forgetting to discuss. Um, no, that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it.
1: So tomorrow, um, I'm gonna get up with Nick and Truth and. Um, we're going to rock out because it's been like forever since we got together. So yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to be looking for more stuff, man. Get the dog, man. Like, I mean, Bigfoot's cool. Yeti's cool. Wendigo's cool. Loch Ness is cool, but something about the dog, man, you know what I'm saying? Like something about that just resonates with me very, very much. So, so yeah, I'm, I'll be scouring and looking for more stuff. Uh, tomorrow's topic and pick one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That being said, let me get up out of here. And, y'all, I wish y'all a good night. All that good stuff. Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to com. Sign up for OTWTube.com. Uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on com catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to
0: your host, Super Sly 75.